ready to take you into some words and then we're going to to pray uh but it it is just uh it's glorious to be with you uh and i sincerely say that and uh thank you so much for trusting myself and lady davis so much so that you would bring on your friends your co-workers you know your, your family members that that means a lot that speaks volume uh, much of what we have done over the years uh, has been growth by a lot of it has been word of mouth because people were so excited about what they were experiencing under the influence of our ministry. They went out and they were telling everybody. So you guys, you're, I see those same trends, but I think those trends are in a different dimension now. And uh, God's going to give you greater levels of influence as you invite people and you tell people about the good things that are going on. So I'm going to take you into Genesis 41, Genesis 41, and I'm going to start reading in uh, verse 12. This is the account of Joseph, and I mentioned Joseph last week about all that he went through, uh, but I want, to, I want to touch on a few other things that lead up uh, to the moment where he rises to power. So um, Genesis 41, verse 12 down to verse 14. Now there was a young Hebrew man with him there and a and servant of the captain of the guard and we told him and he interpreted our dream for us to each man he interpreted according to his own dream and it came to pass just as he interpreted for us so it happened he restored me to my office and hang him. And I'll give you information on what all is going on here. Verse 14, then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he shaved and changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. In this particular chapter, as we read, if you can go back and read the entire chapter, there's a, a chief butler and a chief baker. And they're in the dungeon with, with Joseph, and uh, they both have a dream. Uh, they have no one to interpret it, so they're very perplexed about the dream. Uh, what Joseph comes in and, and does while he's incarcerated, he gives the interpretation of the dream of the butler and the dream of the chief baker. So the interpretation of the dreams were given, and the end of the dream of the chief uh, butler He's now, he's now free. He's now restored. That was according to the dream that Joseph interpreted. The uh, baker, he was beheaded. Uh, that's in the scripture. So we're going we're gonna to take the side with the, the chief butler or the cupbearer. We're going to take his side because he was restored. So in this dream, it's telling us, it's telling about, about the fulfillment of the chief butler and the fulfillment of the chief baker. And then it comes to the place to where it's talking about in verse 14, the fulfillment of Joseph's life. So I've talked about fulfillment as I was preaching. And this is something you have to understand about fulfillment. A lot of people get discouraged in between. But if God gives you a dream, it's your motivation at the front end to get you through the things that are in the middle. So uh, Joseph went through a lot of things that were in the middle uh, in Genesis 50 and and verse 20, I elaborated on it last week when he talked about you meant it for evil, but God meant it for the good in order to bring it about uh, as it is this day. So the, the time was coming uh, when things were going to turn around, when things were going to be fulfilled. So Joseph has to go through this process until the fulfillment. This is when you really need faith 
uh, to trust God. And you've been hearing me talk about faith. If you've been listening to me any over the months, I've been talking about faith. I've been talking about believing because in order to see the fulfillment of what God has for your life, you're going to have to have faith uh, in, in the dark times, difficult times. You're going to have to continue to believe God. You can't, you can't throw away your faith or throw away your belief system if, when you're having those challenging times. That's part of life. Uh, none of us are exempt from that. It's part of life. So it comes to this place where fulfillment comes. What is fulfillment? It's to bring a situation to a complete end, uh, a fully accomplished. It is to, to bring a situation to a complete end or fully accomplished. So understand this, that fulfillment is a journey of a situation that comes to a complete end. Uh, and then it's, it, it begins to, uh, it is a fulfillment uh, of something that is accomplished. So Joseph uh, starts out in Genesis 37, verse 5. He has to dream. So Joseph has to dream in Genesis uh, 37, verse 5. So after the dream is when all this stuff starts happening. So after all this stuff starts to happen in his life, when I say stuff, I'm talking about difficulties. I mean, just, you know, jealousy of him, all that kind of stuff, uh, attempts to, to harm him. All that happens after he has the dream. So what Joseph needs, he needs faith. He needs faith from the time of his dream uh, to the fulfillment in Genesis 41, verse uh, 14, when he is called before Pharaoh. Uh, there's a time that things will begin to shift and uh, things have already begun to shift for many of you, but you got to remember the process that you went through so that when things are, are, are uh, in a bind, again, because for every dimension and every next place you move to, you'll go through a season. Um, it may not be as intense as the first one, but you'll go through a, a season that leads you to the next place of promotion, elevation, recognition. Those are the type of things that happen. So you have to understand that. I think a lot of times uh, people who are in the secular world may understand that better than sometimes us who are in the church because we believe that we can believe situations away. We can't believe situations away. We just have to let those situations work for us because they'll bring us into fulfillment. I believe there's a fulfillment that God wants you uh, to, to experience. Uh, I can say by experience that I've had fulfillment. I like the fulfilling part. I don't like the other process, but if I feel like God can keep me through the process, then I am really going to enjoy the fulfillment. And I believe many of you are right where I'm speaking about today. You're moving, but I believe you're to, towards the tail end of the, the situation that's coming to a complete end. That's where I believe many of you are. And, and as you're on your journey to that place, you got to make sure that you're you're fully engaged in faith. And I want you to write this in, uh, complete in, complete in, uh, complete in. It's, it is going, it, this thing is going to be completed, a complete in. Uh, trouble don't last always, remember that. Uh, but write that in, complete in, complete in, N-E-N-D. <laughs> it's a complete in. So you want to you want to start to rehearse that because you're you're getting yourself ready. Now this is the thing I understand about Joseph. He did not he hesitate. He was called quickly. You know things shift and change quickly. 
And, and many of us think because it's been a slow process, it's going to be a slow change. No, the announcement of a quick change is a slow process. I'm going to say that again. The announcement of a quick change is a slow process. So if the process has been slow, the change is going to be quickly. It's, it's going to happen quickly. It happened quickly with him. So the dream took place, Genesis 37, verse 5, is when he starts to dream. He sees himself being elevated in, the, in that particular uh, chapter. He sees that the elevation begins to take place in Genesis 41 uh, when there's a problem that cannot be solved by the leadership of Egypt. So now he's positioned. That's why your mind has to stay clear while you're being processed. Your, your heart has to stay right when you're being processed. So, and how do you know his heart was right? Well, because his anointing and his gifting was functioning while he was in the dungeon. While he was in the dungeon, he was given the interpretation of two men's dreams. One man uh, leaves the dungeon, is restored. He stays in the dungeon two more years afterwards but he still maintains his composure, not get jealous of the cupbearer uh, or the chief butler. When he's restored, he's still there, and he's still saying within him, at some point my day is going to come. I can say your day is here uh, because you're hearing this. Uh, most people don't understand this about me. I understand what I am, who I am, how I process, what my giftings are, how they work, and I work them. I work, I work my giftings. I use the prophetic part of me. I use the apostolic or the apostle in me. I use both of those gifting. The dominant is the apostle. So I love to build. I love to, I'm very strategic in my movements. I, I'm, I, I calculate well and what's, what's going to, I count the cost, put it like that. I count the cost before I do the thing. So I understand my makeup and I understand how the Holy Spirit works with me. So in that, you know, you, you know, even if you don't know, you need to be around someone who does know, and that will help you to move into the day because many people, they give up right at that moment where uh, the call is being made. Will you bring so-and-so? I'm going to call some names out real quickly. Will you bring Renee uh, to me? Will you bring Ann to me? Uh, will, will you bring uh, uh, Mrs. Hunt to me? And see, those kind of things are happening. So you don't want to throw the towel in just before they they call your name and and bring you because you have interacted with someone uh, that you were a blessing to. And again, before I start praying, you have to understand that when you're in your low place, you need to have your best attitude because somebody in your low place uh, may leave before you do, and they may be the encouragement that brings you to your higher place. Because this is what happened. The cupbearer, which is the chief butler, he gets out, and he's put back in his position. What he does, he talks to Pharaoh about Joseph. Now Joseph is taken from the dungeon and placed over the cupbearer. Or the chief butler. <laughs> That's amazing. Joseph is now taken from the dungeon two years later, and he's the second man in charge in Egypt. He's over the cupbearer or the chief butler, 
He is over the, the captain of the guard who was over the prison. He's over all the food distributions. He's over all of that because he processed well. That sounds good to me. He processed well. Uh, so, so I want to get you. I want to get you ready, because uh, you know it's it's time. It, it's time, regardless of the forecast of unbelief. It's time. Okay, it's time. You just need to make sure you're mentally prepared. So, I want to pray this morning, and, and, and we're on the eve of of, of Christmas, and there's no greater Christmas gift. Than, than someone to call your name, someone to recognize that you can be a blessing. So you have to realize and be conscious of the fact that I'm a blessing even when I'm in a low place. I am still a blessing. I'm so much of a blessing in the low place. Just one phone call can put me in God's divine place for my life. So, so let's pray. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for, for the people of God who are gathered together this morning. We thank you for those who, who are on, on the conference call this morning. We thank you, God, for how you are continuously blessing and encouraging and strengthening, God, your people. We thank you for this morning on how you're operating and how you continuously move amongst your people. Father, we thank you now that we are very much encouraged, God. We, we understand now that there are some things that happened, but those things were not working against those, those, us. Those things were working for us. So, Father, we thank you for the, the encounters that we have. God, we, we thank you for all the people we were blessed while we were maneuvering through. Father, we thank you, God, that you kept our minds set, our hearts right and clean, even though, God, we weren't where we felt like we should be. We had dreams about greater places, and, God, we were, we were in a lower place than what we started. But, God, you brought us out, and you're continuously bringing us out. So any low place, God, does not have authority over the people who are under the sound of my voice right now. A low place does not have the authority. Uh, a, a challenge does not have a, the authority. A, a situation does not have the authority over your people right now. Father, because the dream is bigger than the situation, because the dream is an announcement of the placement that will come supernaturally at the right time, I decree and declare over your people on today. God, we have, we have arrived at that time. We have come into that moment, God, where there's an announcement, there is someone that I have met that can really be a blessing, that can bring us through a challenge, that can, that can bring forth a solution to a problem that we're having difficulty with, that can bring ease to a troubled mind, that can bring peace to a tormented soul. There are those right now who are lined up by the Spirit of God, and we have to begin to believe the Word of God. We have to begin to trust the Word of God. And Father, we choose to. We choose to today. We choose to operate in faith. We choose to operate in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We choose, God, to allow you to bring dreams to pass, God. God, there are some things that are maneuvering and changing. It took a pandemic to position it, but, but, but God, since the pandemic is here, God is an announcement, God, that our time has come. What is it? Where is it? How do you, how do you want me to function, God, is what we should be asking because this particular moment is an announcement to your people, God, that there is a time that God was cultivating from the beginning, from the very beginning, before the attacks, before the criticism, before the assaults, before 
anything negative, before any betrayals, God, you were working on something. Father, let us work through all the chaos, all the, 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 the nasty things that may have occurred or said or done, and let us see, God, it was positioning us, God. It was positioning us for a day that we will be called. We will receive a message that we are needed, God. And we're now, God, changing, God, the environment. We're now changing everything about us in order to enter in and walk in what you have designed for us. Father, we know, God, when the day comes, no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper. God, there's nothing that can happen that can stop what you have already ordained to happen. Father, we thank you. We bless you right now that there has been unholy release. Joseph was an example of, I'm not coming back anymore. I am not coming back to the dungeon. I am not going back to the fields to work in the fields. I am not going to be responsible for the prisoners anymore. Father, he knew that the moment had come to where he was done with all of that. The moment of elevation had come. The moment of the fulfillment of dreams had come. Father, when that moment comes, God, we will be prepared. We are preparing for that moment. And we thank you for, we thank you, God, for those who are positioned and anointed, God, and sent to encourage us, God, in order for us to hold on, in order for us to stay focused and maintain, God, for the moment, God, that cannot be aborted, it cannot be rejected, and it cannot change, Father, the moment of the Joseph could not be removed by anyone and we thank you for the moments that men doesn't have authority over God. No one has authority over the moment that you have designated for us. The moment is always God protected and covered by you. It is the fulfillment of a promise, God, of an image that you gave us before we got started on this journey. And Father, we thank you for the journey. We thank you for the experiences. We thank you for everything that we learn. We thank you, God, for all the things that we experience. But God, we thank you most of all that you have kept your promise. And your promises are yes and amen. And we thank you for that. And we glorify your name for that because you are faithful. You are a faithful God. I am a living witness of what God can do, what he wants to do, what he continues to do if we just remain faithful. And Father, I thank you for Joseph because we don't see a man who is a preacher, but we see a man who is faithful and the favor of God is on his life. He rises to the highest level of success coming from a place that was not even anything like what he was in now, God. He is now, God, God just resonating, God, with ability, God, because his trial equipped him. God, he was learning, God. He was being instructed. He was being informed, God. So it was not all bad where he was because he was going through training. Now he's trained to reign. God, it was the difficulties. It was the challenges that prepared us to, to reign. We were being trained to reign. Now, God, we know that we're ready. Now, God, we can handle, God, what's going to happen in the next few years because he had to handle what was going to come next, but he had to be prepared. God, you have trained us. You have made us, God, what you would have us to be in order for us to navigate through life, navigate through the moments that are coming, God. We are fully equipped 
We're ready, God, for the moment. And we thank you, God, that you did not allow the moment to slip away. God, you were cultivating the moment. You were believing in us, God. And the belief that you have in us, God, is the reward for those who are around us. Because many people are going to be blessed because you believed in us long enough that we would not give up. Father, we thank you for the ability to hang in there. We thank you for the ability, God, to go through the tough stuff, to get to the best of things. We thank you, God, for the warriors on the inside of us, God. There's something on the inside of us that causes us to rise up, persevere, overcome. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for placing that in us. We thank you for giving us the ability, God, to, to, to bring forth a, a positive environment in a negative experience, God. And I thank you, God, that these are the announcements that says we're ready to reign. And I want you to write that in there. I'm ready to reign. That's the announcement that you're ready to reign. You're not ready to reign until you go through some tough stuff with a good attitude. You're ready to reign after you've been through some tough stuff. You've been through some stuff where you even had the power to do harm to people, but you refused to do harm to people. Why? Because you knew that God had something great for you. Yeah, I see you, Renee. You're dropping the mic. Yeah, this is a drop the mic moment because God has already made the announcement. Now everything is making sense. Now everything is coming to fruition. Now everything is coming to fulfillment. If you made it through the tough stuff, get ready for the best that God has for you. Some of y'all this is lead in places you never thought you could lead to. In fact, you're a little bit nervous right now, some of you, of the great opportunity God is presenting to you. But I'm telling you right now, through the power of the Holy Spirit, all the challenges and the trials have prepared you for the day of the Lord. I'm telling you, you're ready to reign. Yes, you are. You're ready to reign. You're ready to take on that platform. Platform doesn't mean that you're on the stage. Platform means you have influence. Now you're ready, ready to take on that influence and do the things that God has called you to do because God has prepared you. For, for all the things that you're going to walk into. Because God needs someone that's not going to quit internally. God needs somebody that has it wherewithal. It says, this is a tough day, but it's not worse than the days I've been through. The Spirit of God is now moving on your life. And anything and everything that's been traumatizing was preparing you, getting you ready for this phenomenal season. I'm telling you, fulfillment is here in the name of Jesus bringing a situation to a complete end, fully accomplished, the thing is here. I'm telling you, I feel it, I sense it by the Holy Spirit. I trust what I hear, I trust what I sense. It hasn't led me wrong, and I'm not in a ditch. I am not over in some foreign place. I'm in a good place, and you're in a good place. You want to know why? It is God's timing for your life. So I want you to continue to rejoice. I want you to continue to, to, to make a joyful noise unto the Lord because you, 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 you have survived. You have survived everything that you didn't understand, and you kept a good attitude, and you kept a good posture, and now look at the Lord and look at what he's doing in your life. And I want you to make notes. I want you to take, I want you to take notes because if you call to hire, there's another little process. But that little process, once you understand it, 
ah oh, man, this is this is this is a piece of cake. You walk right through it, walk right into destiny, walk right into fulfillment. God's on your side. The Spirit of the Lord is with you. You are not alone. God has prepared you. God will continue to prepare you, and God will keep you around people who believe in you, like myself. I believe in you. Lady Davis believes in you, and we will never stop believing in you. You want to know why? We see God's plan in your life. We see God's plan in your life. We're not self-consumed where we can't see what's going on with you. We see God's plan in your life. So I want you to have a greatest of days. I want you to enjoy your Christmas. Remember, you are a gift. I want you to enjoy your Christmas. Some of you I'll see on tomorrow night. We're going to get in there a little bit early and present ourselves before the Lord. And just, you know, we're going to bask in the presence of God starting at 6 and go to about 6.30. Then we're going to kind of fellowship some and meet and greet people and tell them how, you know, how much we enjoy them from six feet apart. We're going to let them know that we, uh, we're glad to be and worship with them. So I want you to enjoy yourself, people of God. We all been through enough. We all, if we made it this far, we might as well go all the way. Uh, this is a season for raining, and you're the person. Stop looking around for somebody else. They're calling your name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I've always enjoyed being with you, and I'll continue to enjoy being with you. Remember to pray for those families that I've mentioned, and uh, God's going to continue to bless you and raise you up because this is your time. Have a great day. Uh, love on one another. Uh, enjoy every moment that God has given you, for these are some of your greatest moments. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.